The presidential motorcade had just passed through heavy crowds in downtown Dallas and was circling through the fringes of the business district when three shots suddenly rang out. Destroying the media lies and dismantling the narratives. One story at a time. It's the Adrian Slade Show. Happy New Year. Happy 2022. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for joining us. And uh, a lot of crazy stuff has happened between just yesterday and today. I mean, it hasn't even been a full 24 hours. John Madden dies. Dan Reeves dies. Betty White dies. And of course, everybody was always checking in on Betty White on social media. Anything crazy happened, there was like, anybody check in on Betty White? Is she still with us? And this time it was real, and she left us. Um, even crazier, close to home, COVID hit the Slade family house. My wife got uh, COVID. She actually had it for a couple of days, but it kept coming up negative on the test. And then yesterday, she takes a test as I'm out at the grocery store. I come back in, and she's flipping out. She's got COVID now for me. Uh, I ended up taking a test right after that, and it came up negative. And uh, this morning, though, a little tightness in the chest, congestion, popped the ivermectin pill, did the uh, iodine nasal rinse a few times, and uh, I'm feeling pretty good. My voice is a little bit scratchy, as you can notice, but hopefully I'm not really getting this thing, or if I did get it, it was so mild because I kind of got in front of it. Uh, but we'll see. But... Now we have a new variant. Just like I said, the variants are going to keep coming and they're going to find a variant that they can settle on. They were hoping that Omicron would be it because, you know, they wanted to base it off of South Africa. But now we have the Fluorona. <laughs> I swear to you. At a time when the world was grappling with Delta and Omicron variants and the combination of both, Delmicron, which I've never heard of, um, variant of coronavirus, Israel has reported its first case of fluorona, a simultaneous coronavirus and flu infection. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's insane. They're never going to let this die. Birthing mother diagnosed with both coronavirus and influenza virus infection simultaneously. Health officials estimate many other patients also came down with both pathogens, but have not been diagnosed. So Fluorona is the one. I kept saying, you know, they're going to find a new one. And uh, Fluorona is it. And maybe we can take the new Pfizer pill that rips off ivermectin, the Pfizer-mectin. Babylon B came in with this funny little tweet. FDA approves new anti-Omicron drug, Fyquil. <laughs> I love it. It's NyQuil, but it's made by Pfizer. Um, so, yeah, all of this going on. Uh, into the brand new year. And it doesn't start off in sanity land. You know, I mean, 2022 comes around the corner. And the first thing we do is we have CNN multiple times showing their ass. I mean, I don't know what it is. I think they can just get wasted on TV and just look like fools and then turn around and chastise Fox News as being fake news and we sit there and watch them peddle complete garbage, uh, all unverified, all with anonymous sources, all just made-up hoaxes that were debunked. And then they're just going to get wasted on the new year. Um, yeah, here's a – I think this is Lizzo, you know, the, the real big body positivity chick that has the, the – she has the one hit song, and then she has this other song, where my phone at, or something like that. Um, 
She has a uh, New Year's resolution for you. Yeah. For 2022? Yeah. No more broke dick, okay? No more what? No more broke dick. No more penis from a man that has no money. Did you say broke dick? Yeah. Oh. But it's always good. That's the problem. Why do you good? Um, nothing speaks of high, highly intelligent uh, artist as I don't want no broke dick. <laughs> I mean, and apparently Don Lemon thinks he's the first black person to be encountering with some people as he goes off on this whole uh, uh, Negro thing. Listen to this. We, we had this conversation. Yeah. Dulce and I before this before the show a couple of days ago. Yeah. You were visiting your family in Atlanta. Yes, I was. You were saying you've been around too many Negroes. Listen, it was. I said, were they black people or Negroes? And you said. I'm not going to repeat that because you won't get me canceled on the TV all over today. So Don Lemon's going to tell us about how he doesn't really care about anything. He's going to go on about how great of a career he's had. Just listen to his drunken babble here. I, I share everything. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a... What do you think about me? What do you think about I don't care. I'm a grown-ass man. Yeah. I don't care what you think about me. Yeah. I don't lie. I am who I am. I'm a grown, successful black man who a lot of people hate because then I used uh, people seeing me and people like me in a position that I am to be able to share what I my point of view on television it freaks people out and you know what you can kiss my behind I do not care I don't care I really don't care I have one life and this is who I am and I'm, I feel very um blessed and honored to be in this position yeah to be able to do this so all the hate I get it's motivation to me. Bring it. I don't care. Yeah, well, you're probably going to want to care about the guy that you basically uh, fondled in that bar, and he's got allegations against him. Yeah, that's probably not going to go away, Mr. Lemon. You might want to take a few more shots and uh, get ready for that one. Um, probably should lay off the booze, CNN. Or maybe you shouldn't, because that's been the most entertaining and most real you guys have been uh, in years. Um, actually the most real though is Anderson Cooper. Again, new year's resolution, new year's chant, new year's rant from Andy Cohen. Um, he's the host of the Bravo shows, you know, the shows where they meet the life below deck staff or the, uh, you know, they bring back the 90 day fiance people for a big show where they get to talk about each other and they sit on a couch and they just reflect on the shows. I think he also did like a, uh, I don't even know. It's He does all the Bravo shows, but he kind of laid down some bipartisan truth here about Bill de Blasio and the new mayor who was just sworn in. Tell us something, Andy. Watching Mayor de Blasio. Oh, don't go on a rant. Do his don't go on a rant. victory lap dance. Don't, don't, don't. After four years <laughs> of the, the crappiest as the mayor of New York. The That's only thing the that Year. Democrats and Republicans can That's agree how, on I mean, is, is what a horrible mayor he has he, been. Wow. So sayonara, sucker. Wow. 2022. I mean, it's a new year. Because guess what? I have a feeling of which, I'm going to be standing right here which. next year. <laughs> and you know who I'm not going to be looking at? Dancing as the city comes apart, <laughs> you. I think we actually featured his clip against de Blasio last New Year's program. <laughs> I mean, 
he's pretty consistent. And I can't say that I blame him because de Blasio was an awful human being. And the new mayor is actually vowing to clean up the streets and do something about crime. So maybe New York actually finally got something right. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I, I don't have much faith in any of the politicians on either side of the aisle for New York. And I don't really have much faith that, I don't know, um, politicians in general are going to be, um, how do I say, uh, sane? I mean, especially with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. I mean, she's the most insane uh, leftist of all and the most hypocritical and the most flighty and the most uh, brain dead. Yeah, she uh, she had a little issue with the fact that she was getting called out for going to Florida. Now, remember, she's from New York, stays in D.C., has been complaining about Florida's reaction to coronavirus. Always complaining about people wearing masks. But yet she goes to Florida. She's sitting outside with her boyfriend or husband. I don't know, boyfriend, I think. And they're photo having dinner or lunch or coffee or whatever it is. No mask. She's hanging out in Florida, enjoying the Florida freedom that Ron DeSantis is providing the citizens and visitors of Florida. And uh, she doesn't like getting called out on it. Um, Steve Kortz, actually, I think he's got a show on uh, Newsmax. He said, if leftists like AOC actually thought mandates and masks worked, they wouldn't be frolicking in free Florida. Number two, her guy is showing his gross, pale male feet in public, not at a pool or beach, with hideous sandals. Now they are pretty lame sandals. And uh, if he is any whiter, he will be called Casper when he's walking down the street. Of course, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez had to respond by saying, if Republicans are mad, they can't date me. They can just say that instead of protecting their sexual frustrations onto my boyfriend's feet, you creepy weirdos. So she thinks everybody's coming after her. Um, I personally would never date a woman who doesn't know how to operate a garbage disposal. <laughs> but this idiot, um, she goes on. She says, it's starting to get old, ignoring the very obvious, strange and deranged sexual frustrations that underpin the Republican fixation on me, women and LGBT plus people in general. These people clearly need therapy, won't do it and use politics as their outlet instead. It's really weird. My friend uh, <laughs> Adam in town, Texas, put up, there ain't enough alcohol on the planet to make me want to date you, Alexandria. Of course, Tim Young responded with bold move. When people disagree with my policy and positions or call me a hypocrite, I just tell them they want to screw me as well. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really ridiculous. And she made an ass of herself even further. You know, even after we went on and said, uh, yeah, no, we really aren't trying to date you. <laughs> um, the fact that one of the things that led to her hypocrisy is what she sent on December 14th. Now, mind you, she's fine going to Florida. She's fine doing uh, all the things that a free state will allow. And then um, she sent this to Cheryl L. Johnson, clerk of the U.S. House of Representatives on December 14th. Dear Ms. Johnson, pursuant to House Resolution 8, I write to notify you of the designation of a new proxy to cast my vote. I continue to be unable to physically attend proceedings in the House chambers due to the ongoing public health emergency and hereby grant the authority to cast my vote by proxy to the Honorable Jesus J. Chewy Garcia from Illinois 
who, if you know who this guy is, he's as corrupt as it comes. I mean, he's from Illinois, who has agreed to serve as my proxy. I understand this revokes the prior grant of my proxy to the Honorable Corey Bush. That's a brainiac. That's a brain surgeon. She is awful. Um, Previously authored on December 14th, 2021. So every year she seems to get a new proxy to stand in her shoes and vote on her behalf while she's out there frolicking in Florida and in the, in the sunny orange capital. She's just, she is so insufferable and it gets even better when you find out what she did while she was in Florida. So team DeSantis, the Twitter account for Ron DeSantis was kind of taking a crack at her and said, welcome to Florida AOC. We hope you're enjoying a taste of freedom here in the sunshine state. Thanks to Ron DeSantis leadership. To which she responded with, hasn't Governor DeSantis been inexplicably missing for like two weeks? If he's around, I would be happy to say hello. His social media team seems to have been posting old photos for weeks. In the meantime, perhaps I could help with local organizing. Folks are quite receptive here with a little smiley face. Now, granted, the reason why DeSantis has left Florida is pretty key to the conversation. I mean, it's not like he got on a plane, flew down to Columbia, and was banging out his mistress behind his family's back, right, Sanford? It wasn't like um, he was taking trips to a Mexican uh, Airbnb and having a wedding down there in Mexico uh, like some governors we know of or senators during during, uh, Omicron. But, uh, yeah, she's a giant hypocrite. Stephen Miller said the last girl who worked for Ted Kennedy that had these kind of flirtations uh, come come up uh, unended and they end up drowning in the back of an Oldsmobile. That was her talking about the Republicans and their creepy uh, need to want to date her. Um, But yeah, actually, the real reason why Ron DeSantis wasn't in Florida is because from Fox News, Ron DeSantis accompanied wife to cancer treatment while critics claimed he was missing. Unbelievable. Florida Republican Governor Ron DeSantis accompanied his wife to her cancer treatment while critics were accusing the governor of taking a vacation as corona cases spiked, Fox News has learned. A DeSantis spokesman said the governor accompanied wife uh, Casey to cancer treatments on December 29th, the day several left-wing critics accused the governor of being missing. Unbelievable. DeSantis announced on October that his wife had been diagnosed with breast cancer, telling Fox News that um, at the time that as the mother of three young kids, Casey is the centerpiece of the family and has made an impact on the lives of countless Floridians through her initiatives as first lady. So, again, we want to keep Casey and, and Ron in our prayers. But we also want to point out that these idiots genuflect on everything they uh, they exploit any crisis to their advantage. They take anything that's innocent and try to pervert it and use it against their political opponents because that's how they are. They're just a bunch of freaking hacks. And so AOC kicked off 2022 with multiple stupid hot takes. So she is the, uh, she is the gunshot in the air to start off the Kentucky Derby. That is 2022 back in a moment. This is Adrian Slade. So while my wife and I are both quarantined in separate parts of the house, I'm in my 
uh, man cave uh, recording studio uh, to get through this uh, COVID outbreak. Um, and I'm while I'm in this uh, man cave, I'm learning that two thirds of the 25 staff based in Belgium's polar station in Antarctica infected with COVID despite being fully vaccinated, passing multiple PCR tests, quarantining and living miles from civilization. Um, yeah. While I'm learning that the polar research uh, team in remote Antarctica has fallen victim to COVID as uh, our family has, despite taking a strict health precautions and being fully vaccinated miles from civilization. I'm going through all of these stupid hot takes. And of course the ones about racism are always there. <laughs> I mean, this uh, this individual, Laura Deanna, she put, I'm always shocked at white people's ability to nonchalantly walk around in the rain like it's not raining. But I guess when you're bathed in the bloodshed for centuries, a little water doesn't really change much. To which <laughs> this guy, Peg Bry, said, I know, we're awesome. <laughs> that's, the, that's how you respond. But there was a couple of other interesting responses to, uh, you know, uh, or interesting tweets that we had to respond to and get into like, uh, Ida B. Wells. I think she's like some 16, 19 idiot. Um, yeah, she kind of tweeted out this whole thing about 1776. She was actually responding to Josh Mandel, uh, his tweet that said, teach your kids about 1776, not 1619. She said, this is really what it's all about. They don't want accurate history, but to erase history. It never occurs to them that we should teach both, which I had to respond. 1619 is completely made up hot garbage. There's no basis behind it. The slaves arriving at the location where Fort Monroe, which was originally called Elizabeth City, um, there was a region before the formation of Virginia. Um, this did happen around then, but... This isn't the founding of the nation. And I had to school her on that, where um, they initially built Fort Algonorn, 1609 to 1622, at the location for the present Fort Monroe. This is right up the road near uh, Hampton, on the other side of the tunnel. It was renamed the Point Comfort Fort in 1612. It assumed to have been a triangular stockade based on the fort at Jamestown. Other small forts, known as Fort Henry and Fort Charles, were built nearby in 1610 to protect the Kickatan settlement. Fort Algonor fell into disuse after 1622. But here's the part that Ida B. Wells has focused her entire grifting fake curriculum on. In August 1619, a British-owned Dutch flag privateer boat, the White Lion, appeared off of Old Point Comfort. Its cargo included between 20 to 30 Africans captured from a slave ship, Sal Gio Batista, traded for work and supplies from the English. They were the first Africans to come ashore on British-occupied land in what would become the United States. The arrival of these Bantu people from Angola is considered to mark the beginning of slavery in, col in colonial America. See, never mind 1607 with Jamestown, never mind before that with pilgrims, uh, never mind the Roanoke colony, the lost colony before that. It was when the first black people showed up. That's when this country made sense to Ms. Ida B. Wells because she comes from that school. You remember back in the 90s, some of you weren't even born then, but the whole push to get everyone to be 
romanticizing Africa. They used to wear the little Africa medallions. That's where you got TV shows like A Different World came out. That's where you had uh, some really good hip-hop come out, like Tribe Called Quest and De La Soul came out of that movement. So that movement wasn't entirely bad, but uh, you know that's where Public Enemy kind of stepped in to take it in a political direction. Um, that's, they're, they're basically, we're, we're trying to say uh, the people that recognize Africa as their home should then recognize the beginning of American history when slaves showed up. Not anything before that, not anything after that. And this is how they can build this false narrative of being woven into the fabric of our founding slavery, which, you know, the first slave owner was black in America. And a lot of them were indentured servants on both white and black people. There were a lot of African slaves uh, selling their own, you know, uh, captures of warring tribes, you know, in that nice uh, content land of Africa where they weren't fighting anyone. There were no Zulu nations fighting other, other tribes or anything. It was just, you know, peace and harmony, kind of like it was here in America. Native Americans, you know, used to get together and they would feast and scratch each other's back and they weren't fighting each other. They didn't consider the land just a, a nomadic piece of land where you could never own the property. I mean, that's where their mistake came in is they, a lot of times if we didn't take the property or if some other country was over here taking the property and then they sold it to us, we didn't, you know, many times we bought it straight from them and they laughed about it thinking who's going to be able to buy land. <laughs> and that really kind of worked against them. So these are the hot takes of 2022 already. We're not even a full day in, and this is the insanity. AOC blasting Ron DeSantis and talking about how the Republicans are just, you know, ripping on her because they want to date her. And then you get Ida B. Wells trying to push this 1619 project, um, which we've shown to be complete and utter garbage. I'm Adrian Slade. Thanks for tuning in. Check out the podcast, iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Spreaker, TuneIn, iHeart, wherever podcasts are platformed. You can get the free Roku channel in your streaming store. I'm going to update that very soon. I've been a little behind on that. Um, you can also donate. Go to anchor.fm slash Adrian Slade slash support. Call to be on the show. one nine two nine go go usa And uh, we're going to kick this uh, COVID on the crime crap in the ass. God bless. God bless.